0: Between the Finite and the Infinite, podcast number 72, Marvelous Arguments. Is there a difference between our mind and our brain? Do they both reside in our head? So what happens when we die? We have observed that when people and animals die, their brains stop functioning and start to decompose. So what about the mind? Does it live on, or does it die? In what form does it live, since it certainly is independent of its dead brain? Scientists prefer to study physical substances like the brain, while philosophers delve into what we think about. Scientists insist on relying on what is observable, Philosophers, however, are free to think things up. I'm not so sure that we can observe what we actually have in mind or are thinking about, although we can observe what happens when we are thoughtful and also when we are thoughtless. Scientists and philosophers argue about such things. Both will argue about what they have observed, what they know or what they don't know. You see, we have not completed the gap in the bridge between the brain and the mind. So there is room for argument. Then there is also the problem of communication, of language, and of the meaning of words. Paul Jorgrau, professor of philosophy at Brandeis, makes a distinction between Socrates and the tooth fairy. He claims, quote, When you die, you cease to exist. You aren't erased. You aren't rubbed out, nor do you turn into a different kind of being. You forfeit your existence, not your essence. Death affects that you are, not what you are. End of quote. Yes, Socrates had a brain, and the uh, essence of what came out of it certainly lives in so many ways in each generation of brains which have followed him, whereas the Tooth Fairy never had a brain of its own to begin with, and was conceived in the minds of some of our varied ancestors. Of course, we can argue about such distinctions. As humans, we are wont to sort life out to pin it down. It seems to me, however, that the dilemma of understanding the difference between the brain and being calls for humans to, at the same time as we argue, to also rise above the arguments and marvel at the existence of our essence, or whatever you want to call life. Yes, we would like to pin down our understanding of our existence, perhaps so we can control it. Understanding existence is not fruitless, there is so much to learn, but if the mind is pinned down, there will be no tooth fairies, and progress will halt. It is difficult to conceive of a bridge between what we can observe and what we can only conjecture. We can argue about the bridge between the brain and the mind, but we can also Marvel at it. I think, in reverse, that as life observes us, as we argue, it simply smiles. Life is marvelous. I have dealt with the implications of this human condition and its applications in Answers Become Questions. The book is now in print, available for most bookstores, and online. Buy a copy and find ideas how to live successfully in our world of changing ideas.